Welcome to episode 113 of the Pete Primo Show. We are here with Steve Howe, the owner of Boise Mattress and the former, maybe current and future uh, podcast host for Outlaw, the Outlaw Entrepreneur. Is that correct, Steve? Outlaw no? Entrepreneur. Yeah. See, I can't print. So that's why I did it that Big way. Big words for you Midwest people. Let me let me pay the bills, guys. If you haven't bought your book, sell a million. What are you waiting for? 101 tips for furniture and mattress store owners to sell another million or more this year. It's more of a marketing book than a sales book. If you don't own it, hurry up, grab a copy. It's cafeteria style. You can literally start at the very last page and work your way forward if you want to. Or just play Russian roulette with it and just start anywhere you want and go for it. And I would like to thank Steve for his sponsorship. The Mattress Industry Network Group is the place to be. Join our Facebook group. What, over 1,800 strong now, Steve? Over 1,800. Over 1,800 strong. I remember when it was underneath 1,000. And, you know, if you want to build your business, market, sell, and succeed in the mattress business, this is the best group you could join. Just scan your camera right there. It'll take you directly uh, to the Mattress Industry Network group. And since Steve runs it, Steve, what words would you like to say about the Mattress Industry Network group? I mean, it's it's really the community for anybody in the industry to... Uh, just improve your business, stay in touch uh, with what's going on. I think something we're going to talk about today, you know, being resilient. Um, there's opportunities to reach out to people that actually have been in the business for a really long time and um, can help you through the bumps in the road. So um, it's a great place to start, right? I mean, that's whether you're a salesperson fresh on the floor or a seasoned business owner, uh, we can always learn something from somebody else. Always, always. One of the things I encourage everybody to be is what I have been for the last 41 years, and that's a student. Um, you can learn something from everyone. You can learn something from the worst salesperson you've ever seen. If nothing else, it's a great example of what you don't want to be, right? So, um, Good morning to Alan Landau. Thank you for being here. Guy and Kyle Danes from South Africa. Thank you for being here. Let's get rolling, man. Um, so listen, our industry is like changing and at times it's challenging. The retail landscape is, is, seems like it's, it's moving in ways that we have not anticipated. And, you know, when I start to read the outline that Chris created for the show, communication, problem solving, adaptability, positive attitude, strong leadership, empower employees, leverage technology, improve customer service and customer experience. I'm thinking, man, that's a lot of stuff. So like, where do we start? And I think. I hate to say this, Steve, and it sounds almost like a negative, but I think we almost start with like, what are we doing that's not working? Like, 
You know, if listening to the news is making you nervous and antsy, turn it off. You know, Pete, I think, I mean, I'd say, are we in a new retail landscape today than we were 2020, 2021? I mean, in 2020, we were in a new retail landscape, right? So um, 2021 was kind of the adjustment period of, hey, things have changed uh, pretty drastically. I don't think that things have changed a ton, right? We've seen a, I think we're actually seeing a shift back to the way things were um, prior to 2020. And with the hints of the recession, I think that we're also seeing, you know, maybe a shift back to, to 2009, 2010 mindset. So, I mean, there's definitely opportunity out there, but people are being tighter with their money. Um, mattresses are still a, a need. Um, price points are changing. That's the, I mean, the downfall is, is we don't have a $299, uh, queen pillow top that we had in 2009, 10 and 11 to sell to them or even in 2015, right? Because the inflationary, uh, cost is also shifted. So that's, um, uh, yeah, I think being aware of what's happening in the economy right now um, and finding ways to adapt to that are essential. Yep. So when I, when, when I think about, okay, so what do we need to do? I start thinking, as I mentioned before, what do we need to stop doing? And automatically the thing goes off, you know, about the news. And, and listen, that wasn't my idea. I went to a seminar and Jeffrey Gittimer said, stop watching the news. Oh, I, this, this, this little device right here. I don't what know if anybody's it? familiar with it. It's a blood pressure machine. <laughs> so I have uniquely. The doctor sent me home with this, tell me he's concerned about my blood pressure. Um, and it's far worse when I watch the news, right? I mean, that's the, I mean, there's just nothing positive there. So it's, it's really, you know, staying positive is really about survival for some of us. Um, not just in business, but in life. So, I mean, yeah. you get it you know, we get the opportunity to wake up and I try and tell my, I have one kid that has a really hard time, um, controlling his, his emotions. And I say, look, we don't, we don't get to choose what happens to us, but we get to choose how we react to it. And that's exactly how, you know, you can determine your day. You are exactly. in control of your day by how you react to every event that happens around you. That's great advice right there. Hi, Randy Thompson. Randy Thompson says hi to both of us. The adjustable bed guru. Anybody that wants to learn how to sell adjustable beds better, go to Randy's free seminar every month, last Saturday of every month. I believe it's at three o'clock. You can't just show up. If you show up and say, I saw it on the Pete Primo show, he's not going to let you in. Uh, but only let you in. Well, he might let you in. No uh, Ellen Landau has a question. The problem is the retail customers are watching and believe in the news. <laughs> yeah. 
That's not a question. That is a statement. And I would have to agree with your statement. And yes, some of them are scared. And so how do I mean, you get a I don't think that they're you don't even have to watch the news, right? You can watch your checking account. I mean you can watch uh, your stocks. As a as a father <laughs> of eight kids, I can tell you, I mean, my grocery bill over the last year has I mean doubled, which is you know, with that's discretionary income, right? People are right they have less discretionary income because the cost of living is is higher and you know, wages take time to adapt to that and, and recover. So, um, yeah, I mean, watching the news or not, we're all feeling it in our, in our checkbook. So, um, a couple of ways to, that I've seen to deal with that, um, that's, that's worked for me in the last few months is really, I've not ever been a, really a pusher of, long-term financing, right? I mean, that 48 months, uh, 60 months financing. One, because it costs me money and I'm not a fan of things that cost me money. Um, but it is a way to help the consumer uh, alleviate that stress, particularly on big purchases. So offering more and different... More, more finance options. Yeah. And now 12 months isn't enough, right? I mean, that's the the one thing that I've learned is 90 days, 12 months, that's no longer enough time because people need to spread that payment out longer. That's great advice. I just marked that one down. Very good. Uh, what else? I don't know, Pete. You're the expert. Well, I think offering um, finance options for customers that are not feeling as secure as they might have felt is a great way to get them in and a great way to close potential deals, especially on better product, where we know the customer is usually better served. Um, one of the things that really interested me in this, um, unlocking your resilience is unlocking your resilience is almost implying that you're a little bit worn down, right? Right. And so if you're a little bit worn down, why are you worn down? And one of the things, uh, Henry Ford said it, you know, obstacles are those frightful things that we see when we take our eyes off of our goals. And there's a lot to that. Um, Joe Polish uh, posted something. Um, oh, there it is. It's like magic. Thank you, Chris. Uh, there are millions of distracting things in the world trying to scare you, take you off course, and emotionally destabilize you. Don't let them. You know, you as a store owner have people that rely on you for their source of income. And it's really important that you embrace that responsibility that, you know, you are creating positive energy in your, in your, in your community and in all the families that you touch. And 
it's so important to understand you're in a leadership position. And when you're in a leadership position, how do you how how do you go out there, Steve, when you have some doubts, you feel some of the things that are going on out there. But man, everybody's looking at you, man. They you need to be positive. You need to lead the way. How do you do it, Steve? I mean, part of it, right? I mean, my personal journey is is you know, I, I would say pretty miraculous, right? I mean, first and foremost, like God's been good to me. So I've seen, uh, man, I've been through tougher times than today all the time, right? I mean, like my story is, is one of perseverance. Um, so, I mean, if you're in the mattress industry and you've been uh, heaping the rewards of the last couple of years, you just missed opportunities for growth prior to that. Um, here's your chance to get stronger. Um, part of being stronger is, I mean, knowing that, like, I mean, me in particular, right, is, is uh, we've always planned for, for down days, right? Rainy days happen. We know that. We've been through them. Um, we don't spend everything we got or try not to. You know, we try and we try and keep some reserve. We try and negotiate good deals. Um, you know, this is a good time to embrace your, your relationships with your vendors. Um, and you know, both, you know, you and I as, as reps can say, Hey, I mean, this is a really the vendor relationship right now is extremely important. Um, when we talk about terms, when, I mean, we can talk about a number of things, you know, my favorite thing is, like, man, right now is a good time to reduce inventory. Um, don't sit on your cash, right? I mean, don't sit on it. So right. um, that's one reason why I'm a huge fan of, of the bed in the box, um, you know, and, and working with, you know, uh, Brooklyn and like I do is, I mean, part of the reason why is as a retailer, I like the fact that I don't have to have you know, $50,000 in inventory that I can order one at a time. I have no minimums. Um, and I think that's something positive to bring to the table to retailers as well. As, like it, if we can reduce the cost of doing business for them, um, oh man, you're going to show off my pretty handiwork there, Chris. This is, I spent, I spent all week redesigning that website. So <laughs> Uh, and, and part of that, right, is being more um, like, I mean, embracing the new brands, right? So, I mean, I'm fortunate to sell Helix and represent Helix, but I mean, we can talk about, you know, Dream Cloud Nectar, uh, Puffy, um, all these brands that are coming, uh, that are driving traffic. It, it's really unique that, I mean, I sold this, I sold a temper this weekend. Uh, a split king temper off a customer that came in to check out Puffy. Nice. Um, yeah, I mean, I doubled this. I doubled the sale on that, right? I mean, right. cost wise. So, I mean, that was a. It was just a great Puffy it, drove the traffic. Yeah, and 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 those are different feels in in those mattresses. Uh, oh, I mean, they're those yeah. were worlds apart, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, the puffy is definitely the soft, 
Uh, I mean, it, it's different than temper. I mean, it, really nothing compares to the temper. I, I mean, feel-wise, in my opinion, I've yet to find one. I love the banner for the 48 months finance, and that was uh, well done. No one can ever accuse you of saying one thing and doing another. No, I, I mean, I, literally, we are we are embracing that longer-term financing because uh, I know it also drives bigger tickets, right? I mean, that's the, like you can see, I mean, it's minimum purchase, $19.99. We're not. Let's see what's Doug saying? Doug, Doug's my buddy at at three Z's here. Big issue is traffic for retailers. The concept of a hybrid model use traditional brands for marketing and other brands that generate traffic for your stores, resident Helix, etc. It helps. Um, hundred percent, right? I mean, I've seen I got customers, um, you know, retailers that are one hundred percent. Online brand, D to C, embracing that. I mean, that's their showroom. Um, I'm in the process of turning over one of my stores into the same model because uh, it has a hard time generating traffic in that look. I mean, the location that it's in um, isn't ideal. You know, I, I swung and I missed. Now I got to find out how to correct. <laughs> and uh man i i thought i thought i mean you build a gorgeous showroom right you know, i spent a lot of money getting into this space made it really pretty um the customer experience is pretty phenomenal our closing rates crazy good our average tickets crazy good problem is the traffic really sucks and all the good stuff that was in that shopping center went out of business mm. and I opened. So now wow. we don't even have traffic. Now wow. I am the traffic in that yeah, shopping yeah. center. And we know mattress stores are not historically traffic drivers. So, yeah. Well, Chris, Chris went and found my, my pretty store. And it's even prettier now, Chris. Wow. So uh, I remember the original uh, photos that you sent me. So that's a, that's a lot of work I see there. Many hours, many hours of work. So when we say unlock your resilience, to me, it almost implies that maybe my resilience is getting worn down a little bit. Facebook user, who is this? Remember who treats you right in the tougher times, not just not just the good. good. So why the is that you, Scott? Is that Scott? But it's 100%. That's Robert. That's Is that Scott. Robert? Roberto. Hey, Robert. Thank you. Um, so what I like to recommend, if you are starting to get a little worn down and you're starting to not feel like quite like your normal positive self, replay in your mind your victories, okay? And if you don't have those handy, you need an I love my an I love me book that has your awards, your accomplishments, everything. I have a note a a a, a book that's full of thank yous that I've held on for 
I, I've got some thank yous that go back 30, 40 years. Um, and revisiting your successes is a great way to energize yourself when you need to kind of get yourself back into the right place. You know, so, to capitalize on that, Pete. So one thing, you know, in pushing for reviews, right, is go back and review those five-star reviews. 100%. See, see what changes you've made. Actually, you know, something that really just hit me right there was um, if you're struggling with being positive, go do some charity work. Mm, I love that. That's Don't probably make- the best thing we said all morning right there. Donate, donate something to a, a useful cause that is, uh, I mean, in the last couple months, I, I partnered, uh, they don't like the word partnered, um, because that implies that we work together. But I, I, you know, short of partnered with, uh, a local school district that deals with low income families, right? And they have, they have a ton of kids that are, you know, on the precipice of homelessness or coming out of homelessness, where they might, you know, the parent might have enough money to get, finally get into an apartment, but they don't have money to furnish that apartment. So I think in the last month we donated or two months, about 20 beds, um, both for kids and their parents, um, to get them off the floor. You know, that's, uh, really kind of just, one that's that's good for them. I can only imagine, you know, I, I know what it's like to sleep on an army cot and it sucks. So sleeping on the floor really sucks. And uh, getting your, your, you know, a new bed for the first time, sometimes the very first time in your life um, is pretty rewarding too. Doing charity work is good for your soul. It's good for your mindset. It's good for the community. And there's nothing that will refresh you and will make you more ready to win than charity work. If nothing else, you will come into contact with people who are less fortunate than you. And you have to, at that point, be very, very thankful for the blessings you've been given. You know, I always say this, you know, I've worked hard. I can sit here and beat myself and say, you know, I did this by the sweat of my brow. But listen, I, I have known people in my life who work very hard that don't have a fraction of what I've been able to build. So I've been very, very blessed and I'm very thankful. And every day I start off with thankfulness. And not as, oh, I woke up and I have to say I'm thankful. No, you don't understand. I'm 62. My dad died at 51. My grandfather died at 44. I am very thankful that I woke up. (laughs) Males in the Primo family don't live long. I'm very thankful. I am truly thankful every day that I wake up. And it's not because I have it written down that I have to be thankful. It's because I really am thankful. So charity work, I thankfulness. Mean, even in the even in the worst of situations, right? I mean, you got some you got some foreigners listening. You know those Australians and Canadians. But really, I mean, being born in the United States, living in the United States, 
is really the biggest blessing, you know, you, you can get. I mean, I don't care what people say about economic opportunity in this country. Look, I mean, you, you can rise literally from homelessness, um, to anything if you, I mean, of anything. So. hundred percent, hundred percent. So one of the things that I, I get a little bit leery of is when I hear people go, have a positive attitude, just ha- have a positive. At- okay. I'm going to look in the mirror and I'm going to go, I'm positive. It doesn't work that way. Positivity to me yeah. has always you have been to surround yourself with people that are positive. That's, I mean, there you I go. Mean, for me, I am not, I am, I am naturally not positive, right? That is, that is not my modus operandi. We do not, we do not operate on a positive level normally. I'm a skeptic, uh, a critic. I mean, it's far easier for me to point out problems than it is to point out solutions. Um, it is very tough to wake up and be positive. Um, so you have to find a way to surround yourself with people that are better than you at it. Right. I mean, that's why I keep Pete as my friend. I'm part of Steve's tribe. Surround yourself with your tribe and support them. And there'll be a rainy day sometime when you need their support and God willing, they'll be there for you. But doing charity work and being thankful, surrounding yourself with the right people and the right people are the people that either are where you want to be or they just make you feel good. And I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm just going to take the reverse of it right now. So you have a friend. And every time you get done hanging out with this friend, you don't feel good about yourself. You feel like the life energy has been literally sucked out of you. I call them vampires. Get rid of them. Unless they're your family. Can't get rid of them. But you can minimize. Even if they're your family, you can, you can limit their impact on your environment. Right, hundred percent. I, I have some very close family members that I have to limit their impact on my environment because, yeah, I mean, when I think I'm negative, right? I mean, I, they never, they never have anything positive. Wow, like, I can see some of it, right? And there's those friends that I mean, I have one of my best friends from grade school, dang near. I mean. There came a point where I had to say, look, dude, I mean, you got nothing good going in your life and you accept no responsibility for that. I can't, I can't let you suck the life out of me too. Mm. Hey, Stu. Stu says, what's up guys? Loving the flannel, Pete. Yeah. It, you know, it's supposedly spring here in Ohio. Feels more like winter. So I, I'm, I'm rocking the, the flannel what's, shirt today. What's the temp in Ohio today? like 44 degrees, something like that right now. It'll probably get up to 50. It's 34 here this morning. So, ah, well, we're balmy compared to you, Steve. So let's talk about empowering employees because I think that's huge. And when I think of empowering employees, I really think of, uh, 
Justin uh, Chombo at Bed Tech. He basically he 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 empowers his employees to make his customers happy. And the way he does that, it's very simple. If we are temporarily, and it happens rarely, out of a BT2000, if they have inventory on the BT2500, they get that one for free. If they don't have a 2500 in stock, they get the 3000 for free. The employees do not have to call Justin. It's This is automatic. The, these are, here is the focus. Focus is on making our customers happy and shipping them quickly and shipping them what we have in stock and putting a smile on their face. So empowering employees is a time management thing too, Steve, because you as a store owner, if your salespeople know, if for instance, in a store you drop price, there are structured drops and they know what they are. They don't have to call you all the time. And that is a great way. The reverse can be said there too, Pete, because we don't, that's the the one thing that we don't do. We don't drop the price. Like I've simplified that process, right? I mean, it's... Talk about that. It's, uh, I don't have to worry about negotiating because we don't negotiate. And I think the customer actually has come to, I mean, they respect it more than the the guy I mean I have a competitor that will walk in and everything's priced you know five six hundred dollars more and then they make them try and think that you got a deal if they discount it well I mean you didn't get a deal you just got what you should have got to begin with so we price things aggressively uh, and we explain that to our customers hey I mean if it's not price fixed uh, like temper or um any other price fix brands, right? Map uh, brands. We uh, we don't negotiate with them. We'll just let them know, hey, we're, we're doing our best to be aggressive in the market. Um, we're here to provide a, a quality service. They'll either respect that or, or they don't. And I find, I mean, more times than not, they respect it. Mm, Guy Danes. Oh, Kyle. Hey, Kyle, thanks for your question. Kyle Danes says, you can't just be positive. You need to take action. I, too, have slept on the floor. It's dreadful. An attitude of gratitude, drive, determination, and willingness to succeed. 100%, Kyle, action is the key. Um, Randy Thompson says, doing a prayer group in a Church is a great attitude adjustment every week. Uh, business is a tough taskmaster. Yeah, that's true. And yes, the, you know, doing things that are positive, um, action I'm gonna, with your community is huge. I'm going to need use, uh, I didn't pay you for this advertisement, but I'm going to advertise real quick. So one thing that, that I find beneficial with our mattress minds group, right? Is the mattress store owners that join the group bring us a problem to the group weekly, bi-weekly. Uh, we're going to go bi-weekly in the next season. Um, but we give them solutions. Now, we've experienced some store owners that won't 
take action, right? I mean, that's the difference between success and, and laziness, right? Um, there's always a solution to, to some problem. Um, and that's the advantage of surrounding yourself with people that are going through the same things as you or that have been there with you or been there before you, which is one benefit of a mattress mind group. Um, there we go. Mattress minds. Chris is on it. Chris Uh is always on it. (laughs) But I mean, that's, that's a huge benefit for, for people that are looking to take action. Right. I mean, look, if, if you need help, if you just have difficulty spotting what's going on in your business and you know, you're not the Nebraska furniture marts of the world where you can't afford to pay a huge, uh, you know, people to come in and, and tear your business apart and, and everything. I mean, this is something you can do on a weekly bi-weekly basis is let's, let's get those things rolling. We can help you there. Um, I mean, I like to think you can read some of the testimonials. Randy's been in the group in the past. Um, I mean, I think whatever the cost is, uh, you stand in nothing but benefit and make, make positive change out of it. So. Yeah. Masterminds are great. I'm pretty excited this week. I've got my mastermind, the, uh, elite crown group. We're, uh, it's actually a two day mastermind in person and, uh, we do it, I think three times a year. Stu. Shameless addition to Steve's pitch. Nope, not going to do it. No, seriously. Stu is in the mastermind and we share some ridiculous closeout deals to the members only. Yeah. Did he share the ridiculous closeout deal that we have at Protect the Bed? I, I did share that. Come on. Thank you, brother. And we I will 100% vouch for the Mattress Minds group. Is this Rob? That's Robert. Robert, thank you. I will 100% vouch for the Mattress Minds group. Been in all three seasons. Surround yourself with the people who help you be better. Absolutely. Masterminds are great for everybody. And not only should you be um, in a mattress-specific mastermind, which I think is important for our mattress store owners, but I also think that you should be in a local mastermind that um is yeah or if you're not other businesses. in a local mattress mine uh, or mastermind group you know being part of some business group uh, i'm not at the moment i'm not a huge fan of of uh some of the the chamber of commerces because i, I don't think chambers actually stand for small businesses in america but i mean being part of a group like the chamber um is a great opportunity to surround yourself with fellow business owners, right? I mean, sometimes, you know, it's said that the loneliest, the loneliest spot is at the top, right? I mean, it is really because we cannot share the fears, the, I mean, the craziness that goes on with our employees. If we want to keep them positive, um, so, I mean, the best place to do that's with other store owners. Um, 
because we we're responsible for driving uh, uh, our own in mentality in our business, right? I mean, that's uh, there's a word I'm looking for, but it's still early in the morning here, Pete. I'm only one. I'm <laughs> only one energy drink in. <laughs> Uh, Stu, what you got to say, Stu? Yeah, Stu? your wife does Gora not want to hear that shit. Your wife don't want to hear that shit. Yours and or my, his? Nobody's wife wants. I mean, your wife is your business partner. I mean, she does. She is. But, I mean, she she has a better understanding of your business than you do. At times, she does. Um, but absolutely right. I mean, the the stress. You do not want to take, and, and this is something I've prided myself on in all these years uh, being self-employed, is it don't take it home, right? I mean, as difficult as that is, I mean, my kids say I never stop working because if, I'm, if I've got a free minute, I'm on the computer doing something. Um, but do your best not to take that work home with you. That's really why you need to surround yourself with people in a, in a mastermind group, uh, prayer group, community um, that allows you to be the better version of yourself um, because your family deserves the best from you when you're there. Wow, that's powerful. And you know what? When things really get hairy and everything goes to the opposite of heaven in a handbasket, it's your family that's going to be there to pick you up. But they won't be there if you weren't there for them. So we really do reap what we sow. So sow into your family and try to do your best to, uh, to give them all you can possibly give them um, whenever you can and try to protect them from the business. You know, I, I still date my wife. We have to because we work in our business together and we could literally let it consume us. And, and there's times where we just go, especially if she's as big of a workaholic as you. Uh, she's worse. She's worse than me. Yeah, I, we're, I mean, we're two, we're two workaholics. I mean, it's, it, it, it's crazy. And that leads to this point. And this is really important. And we're getting past halftime, but it, w w you've got to find a way to enjoy the journey. And one of the ways to enjoy the journey, I've never had more laughs than I have at masterminds because we're all in the same boat. We're all business owners. We all know what it's like to write that checkout every quarter for the, for the taxes. We all know what it's like to put a smile on our face and keep everything together when it's falling apart. I don't write, I don't write that check. I'm trying not to stay depressed, <laughs> <laughs> but you have to find a way to enjoy the journey and fellowship with other business owners is a great way. And that fellowship inside of a mastermind can, can be huge. Um, Before I skip to the commercial break, Yes. Um, you know, you brought up a valid point is if you really want to enjoy the journey, you have to find a way to celebrate your success. Um, and I, I never really latched on to that. Um, 
early in business, right? One being young, younger and dumber, um, but really celebrating those successes really does fuel your spirit for business. It does. Right. I mean, I try to, we're, you know, we celebrate those successes with my family. Um, one, so they see the benefit of what I do every day. Um, that's, you know, a, a real, real joy is being able to share the benefits of, of business, uh, with them so that they understand it. Um, but you have to find your way to, to really celebrate those successes and let them understand, um, what all the sacrifices is doing. Right. Right. Because 100%. your family's sacrificing with you. No matter uh, what. Guy Danes, or is this Kyle? Is this Kyle or is it Guy? Either Guy or Kyle. Store owners need their staff to understand that they need to be leaders without the title. The store owner needs to nudge this every day. It creates a winning culture in my experience. Yeah, you're, you're 100% right. Everybody is responsible for the success of the, of the store. And, you know, there was a time in my career where I had just graduated from, from school and I was, I was a bit lost, you know, I, you know, and, and I was doing what I was told, but I wasn't doing one thing more. And I, I had a mentor who loved me enough to rip me literally a new one. And he ripped me up one end and down the other. And he said, Pete, you need to understand something. You need to pretend like you own this store. And if you own this store and you saw a paper in your way, before you open that door, you would bend down, you'd pick that paper up and you'd throw it in the trash. And that's what I expect you to do. Even though it's not your store, I want you to treat it like it's your store. And I was almost ready to cry, but it was the best advice I ever got from anybody. Treat it like it's your own store. And leadership does come without a title. You decide to lead, number one, yourself every day. And if you are truly committed to making the store you work at successful, the owner is going to pick up on that. The I'd owner's going to say, I'd say, th- Pete, one of the m- most difficult things as a store owner, right, is finding somebody that accepts that ownership. Yeah. I mean, I have an employee. It's, it's like, like a I, have an, I have an employee right now that I would question his, his desire to accept the ownership. And, uh, I'm also in a pinch because I can't really afford to replace him. But it, it's difficult because those people that find success, as employees are those people, right? Those are the people that do accept ownership, right? I mean, every customer they treat like it's their customer. Exactly. Um, if there's, you know, they don't need to be told to vacuum the foot protectors, right? right. I and mean, to, to clean things up. That's something that is just inherently in them. Yeah. Um, but that is, you know, it's rare. It, it, I mean, that's rare. It it is rare. It's rare, but it shouldn't be. My friend Steve is going to read his chapter that he picked today from his book, "Sell a Million. So, chapter eighty-three: uh, Differentiate or Die. 
You as a retailer should not just blindly buy the same manufacturers as your competitors. There are some really great little known products that give your store great margins and your customers a great product. Plug for BedTech and their adjustable bases right there. Thank you. Do your homework. Know all your competitors and the lines they carry. It's a lot of work, but it's work that must be done. Strive to have a store that looks different and feels different than your competitors. Most stores that you think are successful aren't. Uh, go back and read that again. Most stores that you think are successful aren't. So don't copy them. The entire, or this entire book is about showing up differently than your competitors in your advertising, merchandising, display, sales, training, and your service policy and procedures. Find an unmet need and fill that need for your customer. When the Elman family sold IBC years ago, they left the a gaping hole in the industry that was never filled. Their customers called called them, imploring them to come back into business, into the mattress business industry. When their non-compete was up, the Elmans in 2010 came back into the mattress industry. They more than filled the gap, and no other company could fill the and re, could fill. And the result is less than five years. In five years, with Sherwood betting. And they are tracking for well over, well, we all know how Sherwood betting has. They uh, flipped it again. It's the magic of the Elman family. They flipped it to Tepper Sealy. <laughs> they can't the keep a company, these guys. They do so good. People take them away from them. <laughs> there is a gap in your marketplace. Find the gap and fill it better than your any other store can. That's it. Find the gaps. Yeah, I like that chapter too. You know, what a testament to uh, the Elman family, really. I mean, to, I mean, I think Sherwood is one of the huge success stories in, in our business today. Yeah. But I also think there's an opportunity there, you know, that's part of embracing the D2C brands. You know, is a, is a great operator opportunity to differentiate yourself right i mean right organics um the organic mattress industry is growing um there's all sorts of i mean there's holes in the business that can be filled yeah and you know one of the the best things that you can do as a store owner um is get out of your store shop your co competition and just ask yourself, what's a customer seeing? I, you know, I'm looking at this through my eyes, but what does a customer see? And what could be done differently than is being done now? What What's different than what I'm doing? What's different than everybody else is doing? What would a customer love to, to see and have and experience? How can I make my customers experience different than any others because when it's competitive like today today it's very competitive and harkens back to your comment earlier steve 2009 2010 what can you do to be different and you know that kind of goes right back to one of the things in our outline in the write-up of the store adaptability you know what 
You're not a statue. You're not a statue. You can change your business. You can adapt. You can change. And I think change is the, you know, that's the benefit of being smaller, right? I mean, we can change, we can change our model in a week. Literally. I mean, it's true. It, I mean, we have to take some sunk costs, right? Swallow, swallow those hard pills. Yeah. Um, but we can, we can change our business model literally in a, in a week if we want. The smaller you are, the quicker you can make that turn, right? Um, one thing I wanted to point out, you know, our, our friend Patrick, uh, the Canadian. Tinny. One thing he, he stresses in his books, right, is doing a SWOT analysis, not just, you know, not just on you, right? Don't do a SWOT analysis on you. Do a SWOT analysis on your, on your customer, right? Do a SWOT analysis on your competition. You want to find out, you want to find out where you're weak? Of course, I got customers banging on the door, but we got 10 more minutes before we open. I rarely don't open right now. Um, but this is an important point here, right? Do that SWOT analysis on your competitors. Find out where, where they're strong and where they're weak and where you're strong and, and weak. And you can meet those needs somewhere in between. So. For those of you who haven't watched our show before, you don't know what a SWOT analysis is. S is strength. The W is weaknesses. The O is opportunities. And the T is for threats. So that what Steve just said is money in the bank. A SWOT analysis is one of the most important things you'll do. And you can do it on yourself and you should do it on yourself. But the most important part of what Steve said is do it on your competitors and you're going to start to see all kinds of opportunities, all kinds of opportunities, and you will find their Achilles heels. So that's, that's huge. You know, what Embrace does all come technology. To- Next part. Embrace technology. Yeah. I want you to talk about that because I don't think there's anyone better than you at that. Oh, there, there's people better. Uh, we're trying to get better. Well, yeah. I, I don't, I don't personally know anybody that can build their own website and who just tinkered with their website all weekend long and between juggling eight kids and a wife. But so go I, ahead. It's, it's really, I mean, there, there's tons of opportunities specifically today, uh, with the movement and AI. Um, I'm really embracing this AI technology. I wonder where it's going to go. It's kind of scary um, because it's making a lot of people fairly obsolete. Um, it can help you. It can help you write copy for your ads. I mean, if you're completely burned out. So <laughs> I have, I have software that not only does it write copy for my ads, um, but it optimizes my bid strategy for me. So it can I mean it's it's literally. The right keywords. Got I mean, not even keywords. It's timing. I mean, there's so much to it that you can't do as a human. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's looking at, you know, a thousand data points simultaneously and the time saving. I mean, otherwise it's a full-time job and I'm just right. in, I'm just now embracing this. Um, 
normally I would be the guy saying, Hey, I mean, I'm the best Google, uh, AdWords expert. I know there's nobody better than me, but I just found somebody better than me this weekend. Pete, its name is AI. (laughs) And, and AI is going to become your friend and you're going to leverage AI and you're going to make it work for you. Embrace it, embrace it because it is, um, it's going to save you time. It's going to save you money. It's going to save you so much. Unfortunately, there's guys out there that it's going to cost them jobs. Um, it's going to create some new jobs, right? I mean, the guys that learn to embrace it, I mean, AI isn't independent, right? You have to direct it. So um, you you have to give it, you have to tell it what you want. So it's going to open up opportunities there. I don't know if you can hear those kids screaming outside my door. I thought they were screaming outside my door. I'm like looking over and I'm like, it's like school time. They shouldn't be like out there. What's going on? They're, they're, I I guess if parents are willing to stay out there through that to buy a mattress for me today, I owe it to them to sell them one. Yes. Yes, you do. Let's wrap this up. So what, this all comes down to unlocking your resilience in, in a, in a book cover. It's about this nod to Patrick Tinney hunger. How hungry are you? Stop getting sidetracked. And if you need to break it down, this one, Mind for sales by Steve's friend, Mark Hunter. Mark Mark is is the first freaking mail list I joined in like 2008 was when Mark was getting started. So love Mark's stuff. Last few minutes is all yours, my friend. Talk to us. What's going on in your world? All I want to emphasize, right, is, I mean, if you are struggling, and I know there's a lot of people out there that are, right? The part of being resilient, the biggest part of being resilient is not quitting, right? Mm -hmm. The only way to failure is quitting. So closing the doors uh, is, well, in some cases, really isn't even a failure. That's just recognizing your strengths, right? Some people are meant to be employees. Some people are not. But uh, if you have any issues, join the Mattress Minds group. Join the Mattress Industry Network. Let's let's find a way to help you succeed in 2023. Um, it's going to be different than 2022 and 2021. Promise. Right? But it's not going to be scarier than it was in March uh, 2020. No. No. That was, that was out and out scary. I mean, we didn't know what was going on. Government was shutting our businesses down. It was, it was scary not to be an essential business, not deemed an essential business. I, I can't think of anything more essential than getting a good night's sleep. As a matter of fact, um, if well, you look at the three-legged, was, the three-legged, the three-legged stool for wellness is diet, exercise, and sleep. That's it. So without one of those, it topples over. So somebody that's watched this show, Steve, and they say, man, never heard Steve before. 
I like this guy. I want to reach out to him. I want to talk to this guy. How do they get a hold of you, Steve? So I got this new email address specifically for this uh, type of thing. Steve at morezs.com. Steve at morezs.com. You can also check com. out morezs.com. One of my, no, more, just Z-S. One Z. One I Z. did it the same way Chris did it. I did three Z's and an S. Well, All right. if I would have as creative as you guys, but just morezs.com. Morezs.com. Steve, thanks for being with us this morning. And uh, I know you're going to sell a million because you've got a customer waiting for you right now. Thanks for having me, Pete. Always love you. Love you too. Take care. Have a great day. And sell Thanks a million. for letting me stand in for you, Chris. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Have a great day. <laughs> <laughs>